Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Isaiah, let me ask you a question. Have you heard about Anchor by Spotify? Nah. What's that? Okay. Let me give you the rundown. It's basically the easiest way to make a podcast. It gives you literally everything you need all in one place. Do you want to know how it works? Yeah. Tell me all about it. Okay. Well... Anchor lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer, so no matter what your setup is like, you can start recording today. You don't even need any fancy software or anything like that. Whoa, we gotta get on top of that ASAP. Right? And there's still more. You can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify, with a single tap. Anchor is also the only place that you can publish video podcasts to Spotify. What? I'm on Spotify every day. Let me log on real quick. Also, with Anchor, creators like us can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. I'm going to download the Anchor app and check anchor.fm and start today. Quiet. Hello, everybody, and movie watchers. 
I am Isaiah here to kickstart the first episode of the At The Movies podcast. Yes, I'm very excited. Um, I'm here with my co-host and new silent podcaster, Mark Levy. Um, we are very hyped because when we were uh, picking new people for silent podcast, he had one of the best pitches ever for uh, a movie podcast, and I thought this was an amazing idea. So, um, Mark I'm so glad I have you here as my co-host for this podcast. How are you doing, man? Oh, I'm so great. And now I feel like pressure to be like very funny and charming. <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, I'm really excited. This is, I always love talking to Isaiah. And uh, if, for those that know me, I love talking about movies. Um, yeah. Uh, I, uh, for example, uh, I used to work at Blockbuster in college. I wrote a play about it called Blockbuster Guy and Sunwell and traveling to Halifax for nice. Canada in the fall. So, yeah. All right. Well, we got Mark is our concrete uh, movie super fan. Over here. <laughs> okay. So, I'll, I'll so, yeah. <laughs> he's going to be carrying me on a lot of these podcasts. I'm very excited, though, because I have like a lot of uh, I'm, I don't know if they're like hot take opinions. But, um, you know, I, I'm very I'm, I'm, I'm critical with, with a lot of stuff. I'm genuinely concerned about how we're going to how today's going to go because <laughs> of the movie that we chose for today is one of my favorite things I've seen in a long time. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I have thoughts on that. I'm like, what <laughs> can that mean? <laughs> you know, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I feel like we're going to have an interesting dynamic. So right. I'm, I'm excited to get started. Um, before we get into the movie that we decide to talk about, which if you can't see by the title, it is everything everywhere all at once uh the new movie that just came out this year um i wanted just to get uh the viewers tuned into like some stuff that we like uh so mark i mean what are some genres that you enjoy uh what are some genres you don't enjoy uh streaming platform theaters all that stuff. yeah oh my god that's such a easy question answer for me um i tend to like at least something in every genre uh mm-hmm. even the one genre i don't love which is western uh, there are there are exceptions to rule of western that I that I'm okay with. Um, I love watching movies and from all over the world. I love watching weird movies. Um, I love watching exceptionally bad movies um, or like very unique movies. Um, I love art movies. I love like very base popcorn movies. Uh, I also can be incredibly critical. Jurassic World Dominion is a terrible movie. I don't mind saying that. <laughs> um, it's better than Fallen Kingdom. But um, my favorite movies historically. Uh, I apologize about the siren outside. Oh, no, you're fine. <laughs> uh, I live in New York, for those that don't know. Um, <laughs> um, Back to the Future, mm. Anchorman. Yes. Um, I love the original Jurassic Park. <laughs> uh, yes. And also, like, I, I'm that person where it's hard for me to choose a favorite movie uh, unless you give me, like, a more specific category than just favorite movie. So Okay. Yeah, I'm, I, I feel like... Uh... I, I want to say a couple months ago, so I was I was having this dilemma that I was like, maybe I should become like a, a movie reviewer or something, or like uh, do post on some kind of blog or something because I know you do that too. Um, I was like, I, I don't know what I want to do, so I'm, I'm glad I have this. Uh, I'm into like a lot of different stuff as well. Um, I I, I want to say I'm I'm there's not really many boxes you can't put me in. I just like you though. I haven't really experimented much with like the Westerns. Um, I'm, I'm really big into like sci-fi or like scary movies. Um, I 
really enjoy uh, Marvel movies and Star Wars movies. I mean, for those who haven't listened to the Marvel podcast, I'm a huge nerd with that. And it's same with Obi-Wan. So, um, you know, I, I like sci-fi. That, that's my thing. I love animation as well. Um, I'm into a little bit of everything, uh, Mark. Good. Yeah. yeah, I like that that we both are very open-minded when it comes to things. Uh, for those that don't know, we will be reviewing, like, we'll be talking about um, a main movie every week. Uh, and also, after this week, we'll be choosing one from a wheel that we have chosen um, in that regard um, from movies that we thought the other one would enjoy. So yeah, I'm excited yeah, so, about that, too. So for those who are listening, first of all, because I usually save this for later, but I've, I've been trying to do this earlier. Um, if you're enjoying... Or enjoy what you're what you're hearing right now. Please leave a review. Um, you can leave a comment on Apple uh, Podcasts, Spotify, uh, uh, whatever you're listening to this on. I know Anchor and all that fun stuff. Um, and just let us know what you like. You can also uh, tag us on Twitter or DM us or something. And if you have a movie suggestion that you'd like to hear us talk about, I would love to do that as well. Um, while I'm talking, I actually just thought of another movie that I would love to talk about. So let me add that to my list. <laughs> um, but yeah, if, if anyone has any ideas that they want to hear us talk about um you want to come on or anything just reach out and we can make that happen um so mark out of curiosity so so you said the movie for today that you really enjoyed that this was your idea and i just saw this recently so i was like this is perfect um was everything everywhere all at once um this was a, a movie about uh, multiverses which is a very like uh popular it's, concept. it's good for our nerdy hearts yeah yeah <laughs> Um, and it's interesting that this came out around the time that uh, Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness just came out. You know, um, I think uh, Hollywood's really big into like these supernatural ideas because it's making money. Um, but this movie had a very interesting uh, approach to it. So, um, what what is your general opinion on this movie? Um, I'm pretty high on it. Um, I um, yeah, so it came out in the middle of March of this year. So it beat Doctor Strange by I think six weeks. Uh, mm-hmm. The it's the Daniels second uh, full length movie together. Their first was Swiss Army Man, which I thought was good for about thirty minutes, uh, and then devolves into well, it stays as a giant fart joke, uh, which is okay <laughs> if you yeah. if like I mean the it's a really good fart joke, but it's ninety minutes of a fart joke. So I was like a little bit hesitant about this because I okay with the first third of that movie. Um, also, Daniel Shiner, uh, one of the Daniels, because they're one's Daniel Kwan. Uh, they go by the <laughs> Daniels. It's great because they're video directors. Um, he made a movie between that and this called The Death of Dick Long, which mm-hmm. I will not ruin what it's about, uh, but it's a mystery comedy about what happened to their friend after a night of uh, drinking in the South. It's a very funny, very dark. I recommend it. It's smart. Uh, but everything, everywhere, all at once. Um, I went into this with a lot of hope because Michelle Yeoh is one of those actresses that has a very cool career. If you know anything about how they train actors in China, they're trained in a very holistic sense. Like they can do pretty much everything. It's an opera. They can act. They can mm-hmm. dance. They can do. Uh, most of them are trained in the martial arts. And Michelle Kwan is one of those. Uh, Michelle Yeoh is one of those actresses. Um, not Michelle Kwan. <laughs> uh, Michelle <laughs> Yeoh is one of those actresses that is trained like that. And I feel like. Up until I'd say 2005-ish, we never really saw her do much but the martial arts stuff. So it was—it's been really cool seeing her in a more recent part of her career, be motherly and do the dramatic acting. And then it was really cool finding out that this movie was going to use 
the whole sense of what she is as an actress. Yeah. Um, and in such great fun ways with an amazing cast. Um, it was great uh, when I found out that John, well, Ki Huai Kwan, uh, mm -hmm. previously known as Jonathan Ki Kwan from The Goonies and uh, mm -hmm. Double Doom, was returning to acting. He he famously quit acting because they wouldn't give him roles that weren't just what he played in those movies. Yeah, uh, he played those roles well, but like he never was able to be a full flesh human. And when he saw Crazy Rich Asians, he saw he can have a career again. So he wanted to act again. Um, and he's in this movie. Um, and also, um, Jamie Lee Curtis is in this, and mm -hmm. uh, Stephanie Hsu, who just jumps out of the screen, in my personal opinion. Um, yeah. I love this movie. I think this movie is one of the most holistic movies. I keep saying the word holistic as like a whole. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, where you watch it, and you laugh so hard, and then you cry, and then you feel everything. And I don't know. I feel like I'm overselling it, but it's a hard movie. Like I talk about this movie a lot because I love this movie a lot. Mm -hmm. So, so much so that um, I know it's a video. This is not a video podcast, but um, A24 has props and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Like weird things you can buy on the website. So um, I own a hot dog finger club. <laughs> so for those who haven't seen the movie, there's a part where she goes to a part of the multiverse is where people have hot dog fingers. Really oh my god. Fingers that like me that you can't really control oh my god yeah. <laughs> oh my. i just i just now remember that oh my god that was a crazy scene too yeah yeah um i was just curious um while you were talking i wanted to see what michelle yo's uh a movie history was um i am familiar with her in a couple of these like sean she yeah. guardians minions she was in um uh God, it's, it's leaving me. Kung Fu Panda. She, um, but there's a whole lot of movies I haven't seen, but I had no idea that she was uh, this active with like uh, Kung Fu movies. So that's, yeah. That's dope. Well, I mean, she had her start doing a lot of Jackie Chan movies. Okay. Okay. Um, now that's awesome. And like, from what I've gathered, she's a very good, nice person too. So it's mm -hmm. nice to see her play, like get, having this nice career resurgence, you know? Yeah. And it's, oh God, that, this is crazy. They already have her greenlit for like, three avatar movies too i didn't even know that they were she anyway in production of four of them right now that's insane that's insane wait we're talking like avatar uh like james cameron water people thing or, yeah, yeah yeah blue people yeah. yeah like i knew it was popular but i mean i, I didn't know that there was still the, the this type of hype for avatar movies i don't think so personally i think james cameron just wants to show it uh that's my personal opinion i really do not yeah. looking forward to seeing it in december but i'll probably end up seeing it i mean they they still i mean they changed animal kingdom and i, I agree yeah no i mean like too. it's a cool thing to experience but like the movie yeah. the plot of the first one is terrible like it's yeah, literally, <laughs> it literally is dances with wolves and like yeah. pocahontas and the last samurai but with blue people instead of yeah yeah um, now, unfortunately, I did not. I have not watched Crazy Rich Asians yet. I know that was you a great movie. Um, it's really yeah. fun. Uh, it's uh, it's not like the greatest romantic comedy ever, but it's like really cool that you get yeah. all that great representation on screen and helped launch some careers, and mm. it was great. So, okay, uh, yeah, I know it got a couple words, but anyway, I'm getting off of uh, off topic. But, <laughs> um, I was just like looking through her her old discography. Yeah, it's, anyway. it's incredible filmography. Yeah. Um, I will say, so, yeah, Michelle, fantastic job, in my opinion, with the Evelyn character. I thought Evelyn was awesome, um, really sold the role. I thought Stephanie, um, who played Joy Wang, that was so good uh -huh. uh, as, as a villain. And so, so 
here, here's my thing with this movie. Um, initial thoughts going in. So I had no idea it was going to be like a comedic movie because I okay. felt like if I knew going in it would be a comedic movie, I would have initially at the at the gut instinct when I first saw it, um, I would have consumed this content a little bit differently. So okay. when I went in and you watched the trailers, I was thinking it's going to be like the super serious movie. So like I'm sitting through the first, I want to say the first act of the movie. Um, before like they really go crazy with like uh, uh, uh like know. at the office and stuff like that yeah right? like the, yeah. like the sexual jokes and all that stuff i have no problem with any of that like i thought it was hilarious but i didn't know what i was what i was getting myself into so like it, it starts off thinking that this is gonna be like a dark movie man like this is gonna be <laughs> and then <laughs> next thing you know you got like the butt flag jokes and uh which uh, h24 just released as a candle too oh uh, really yeah <laughs> Um, that's hilarious. Uh, oh man! Well, like, so, like, what was your thought though? Like in the first like twenty minutes of the movie before the multiverse stuff open, multiverse man. stuff opens, and you see like a kind of like a comedy of manners while so um, Joyce trying to introduce her girlfriend and all yeah. that stuff. Listen, so I I recently saw the Doctor Strange movie, and I was really disappointed because I felt like it wasn't a bad movie, but it it really didn't touch up on some areas not cameos i think a lot of people misconstrued like oh and we need cameos i don't need cameos i just need them to explore other multiverses um yeah. and i i felt like with the title of multiverse in the in of madness like they really didn't touch up on what i could have had to to be like satisfied so when i came and saw this and i saw the trailer for this i was like this sounds freaking awesome. So I saw the movie in the first half before it got into everything. I was like, this is probably going like this. If this movie keeps up in this serious tone, I'm like, this has a potential to be one of the best movies I've ever seen in my life. Cause I thought it was so good and not to take anything away from it. I think this is still a fantastic movie, uh-huh. um, which we'll, we'll get into that in a little bit, but the first half, the, just the setup and it like, it makes you like, uh, it makes you really like uh, anxious, right? Like you're kind of watching through like Evelyn's perspective where like all this stuff is going on at once. Like you got her husband uh, like following her about like all this like finance stuff. You got the grandfather uh, coming down, acting all, all over the place. You got the daughter constantly talking about the girlfriend. You got the job and, and you know, yeah. I, the only time I felt that kind of like anxiousness watching a movie was, uh, uh, Adam Sandler and Uncut Gems, where like um, you kind of feel like a, a sense of urgency. You get what I'm saying? So I, I fully understand exactly what you're saying there. Yeah, like the movie has a lot of tension to it, uh, mm. mainly because I think because Evelyn doesn't know where she's going. Yeah, uh, especially in the beginning, like like Evelyn's always been that person that has been like, oh, I want to do this, so I'm gonna wholly go into that. Oh, I yeah. want to do this, so I, so wholly goes into that, like. Uh, like how like she was like buying karaoke machines and things mm. like that. Um, I think it's interesting like how the movie just you have to go in this movie and just turn off your brain and let it wash mm-hmm. over the first time you watch it. Yeah, yeah. Because I feel like if I went, which I, eventually I do want to do, watch it a second time when it's on like streaming platforms. I feel like I'm gonna love this movie a lot more. I've only seen it once, mm-hmm. um, and now that enough time has passed, I have a lot more respect for it now. But thinking of my brain and my mindset when I first, I was like, damn, like I, I didn't get what I wanted. And I was like, I'm greedy. So I mean, you know, take it as you will. But I was like, when, when, when the tone kind of changed, um, where you're in the office, 
uh, after he collected payments, she has her, these earphones on. Uh-huh. Um, Wayman, which we'll get into him in a second because amazing oh, character. We, we will. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, gives like the, the the earphones and everything, and then she starts like jumping. And I thought I was like, okay, this is fine. I think when there was a lot of sexual innuendo, uh, when like the the dildos came out, like I I didn't I didn't care, but I was like, oh okay, I mean that's a choice. Like like the way that it started out, it was so serious, and then it just felt like an instant change where like it just turned to comedic. You know what I'm saying? I I think it was that serious in the beginning, personally. Like I I understand there was a serious tone to it, yeah, but I don't think it was like. I think there was a sense of play from the beginning, especially because uh, the way Wayman was like, mm-hmm. with the, like, like how he was always obsessed with googly eyes. Like he's like, "Oh, I made put googly eyes on these bags of laundry, make them happier, stuff like that." Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I get what you're saying there. Um, there is a weird tension in the beginning of the movie, and it changes throughout the movie. And mm-hmm. It's so funny that, like, when you brought up Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness, like, mm-hmm. like not to go too off topic here, but you're right. That movie, that movie, the way we were sold to it as, in my personal opinion, was similar to how this movie actually was. Mm-hmm. Where, um, instead of like having one sequence where he goes through like 30 different multiverses in like a span of like two minutes, and you're like, yeah. what the hell is happening? And, and instead of him being on, um, in one one different part of this multiverse for a long time mm-hmm. like this like how it's like you see the same scene sort of from different multiverses angles and i love that about this movie like, yeah i i thought they 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 really did everything that they wanted to with this uh with the concept of a multiverse and they really i think uh succeeded where disney failed in, in that uh in that aspect one of my favorite things to Think about like when I like think of movies that tend to be weird or art that tends to be weird. It's like what you throw at the wall and what sticks, you know? Yeah. I think almost everything in this movie or everything they throw at the wall sticks. For me. Yeah. Like yeah. The fact that it's a multiverse movie that involves a character named Rakakuni. Um <laughs> and like like the fact that the movie got me to cry because of rocks uh that did nothing but like have feelings in subtitles like i don't know it, it, it's not it, it's kind of like for me like when you watch a horror movie and you have to like judge it on like how how difficult it was to get what it was yeah you know um it's like that situation like in my personal opinion like jason movies are better than freddy movies because mm-hmm. jason movies have a lower bar they have to cross for it to be good freddy Got movies it. have a higher bar to cross uh and most of the time it doesn't cross it for me yeah. at least no, so, I agree with that. Like, it's the fact that this movie is so batshit crazy mm-hmm. while being somehow grounded in a weird reality makes me so happy in a weird way. Like, like, like just to list off a few off the top of my mind, the multiverses that they really just, mm-hmm. the, like, they, I, I, I can imagine the boardrooms when, like, they were, like, uh, coming up with, like, ideas for this. They were just, like, throw it at me. Like, let's just see what sticks. They have a hot dog thing. <laughs> Uh, you got the rocks which which my theater was dead silent during that whole entire scene like it was so awkward in my theater but it was hilarious (laughs) Um, i was like i'm so scared to like cough or something like it was so quiet um you got the 
the the the pathway where if she never married uh Wayman that um and she the, became a movie star yeah yeah which was dope um you have an alternate universe where uh, they just continue on and Wayman never shows up and she's just fine uh and then you got the multiple areas with Joy where like you know uh her powers are awesome uh, oh my where God. she literally could change her clothes to whatever she wanted, have whatever weapon she wanted. Uh, like, like they really just went all out with, with these concepts, right? I mean, it's just so beautiful, like, seeing, like... I love the part when um, they're getting gassed out of the uh, kink room. Yeah. Um, and she's like, okay, where can I jump to? And she, like, finds the opera singer uh, for breath support. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. And also uses, like, the sign twirler. And it's just... <laughs> It's just like, it's just, there's so much love in this movie for every character, mm-hmm. uh, every version of Evelyn, um, every version of Wayman, the one real version of uh, Joy, because like, um, yeah. for those that don't know, she's in all of the multiverses at the same time, which makes her a very formidable villain, um, and uh, it's just, like, you watch this movie, and you're just like, okay, alright, this is fun, this is crazy, like, uh, googly eyes, uh, uh, everything bagels, um, yeah, uh, hot dog fingers squirting ketchup, uh, weird things <laughs> like that. But, like, like you, uh, what movie would you watch where Michelle Yeoh, Jamie Lee Curtis are in a lesbian relationship, uh, yeah. that's so caring while they have hot dog fingers? Yeah. I mean, here's a, here's another question, Mark. I mean, you kind of brought up what, well, like, who brought up the let's make a bagel with everything on it. Yeah, I mean, uh, it, it's in the, it's in the name though, right? It's yeah, everything yeah. bagel. Like, <laughs> it's, like I mean, that's like that's like the secret of the universe. Does they can eat the whole universe because it's like when I was watching, I was like, that's stupid. I'm like, oh no, that's actually weirdly real. Like the thing about the Daniels that I will always love and respect is their infantile humor. Like yeah. it's, I mean, they made a whole movie that's a giant fart joke. They uh, death of Dick Long. Um, I mean, the title of that gives you an idea of where the movie goes, uh, to a certain extent. But like, there was such a strong, rich sense of play. Like, their 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 music videos they've done, also like that too. I forget who they've directed. Um, but you probably would have better idea than I would. Uh, what videos they directed? So you're bigger into music videos than I am for sure. Um, what's um, the what's the name of them? Uh, the Daniels, but like, uh, oh, they did like they did a couple of videos for Foster the People. Got it. Um, they did Rise of Phoenix and Tenacious D. Um, yeah, uh, they yeah they do they do like a lot of cool like artsy rock bands. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at them right now. They do a whole lot of rock bands. Yeah, but like cool rock bands, like not just like Nickelback. But I mean, they've <laughs> done. Uh, it says that they've done Little John one time. You know, <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. Something, but yeah, yeah. Now they did a fantastic oh, job. What? Yeah. Yeah, oh, they talk. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, like, it's just, it's really cool that I get really happy as a person that's not the youngest person in the world and knowing that they're older than me and they're weird as shit, you know? <laughs> yeah. It makes me happy. Like, it's like, like, what, I feel like half the time the world's like, hey, be an adult. And then you watch their movies and it's like, hey, we're going to have a fight scene with dildos up there, up our ass, butt plugs up our asses. Remind me of uh, uh, Matt and Trey from uh, South Park. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I love that. Like, I love, I love the sense of play this movie has while also being completely respectful for what it is. Um, so 
Outside of uh, Evelyn's character, I, I'm, we kind of already touched up on it, but yeah. Wayman, definitely a breakout uh, character in this movie. I mean, he has the most beautiful monologue of the whole movie, too, yeah. um, where he's talking about um, being there and being like being a sense of light, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and also, like that whole sequence reminds me of a really great movie uh, from Hong Kong cinema, In the Mood for Love. Have you ever seen that or heard of it? No. Uh, it's from Ron Kar Wai. It's incredible, um, oh. and um, it's beautiful. Uh, it's on HBO Max. Okay. I recommend it. Um, but like, it's beautifully shot like that. It's about people that should be in love but can't be in love, um, oh. and it's like a beautiful like. It looks like that. Like, um, I just when you're watching this movie and you hear Dada's voice, but thirty plus years later, you're just yeah. like. But like, and he looks similar. It's just so weird being like, man, we really missed a lot of what could have been with him. Yeah, we definitely could have. And, and like, I think, um, like, first of all, when he he switches on and off very quickly, where he plays like the ditzy kind of like uh, struggling dude. He doesn't uh-huh. really know how to be a good husband. Um, and then he just turns it on to like, oh, this guy's like some Chad secret agent guy from another uh, universe. Yeah. Uh, you know, you got, oh, Kung Fu, like uh, when he started chewing his gum and then, or like give yourself paper cuts or whatever. Like he just oh, did yeah. so good. So good. I really enjoyed watching him um, in this movie. So uh, if we if we were to give an MVP actor, I mean, there's a lot of options here, but w- would you give it to Michelle, Stephanie, or Kihoi? Which one would, out of those three would you give it to? Oh, boy, that's tough. That's really it's tough. Hard. That's really tough because I don't think the movie works if any of those three are less good than what they are. Yeah. Um, like, Jamie Lee Curtis is also incredible in the movie, too, but she's oh, not yeah. as integral as those three are. Yeah. Um, gosh. It's a hard question, um, man. Like my brain's like, my brain wants to eliminate Stephanie too, but like also it's like, but I can't because like yeah. what she does is so, it's. I mean, I would give her third place too. I'll probably give her a third place, like, like if it were me, like I definitely think I would give probably. I don't know if this is like impulsive, but I think Michelle really just like re- like leads this movie. I think she's the front runner for best actress right now at the Oscars. Yeah, yeah, like, I could definitely see her at least getting nominated. Um, I mean, I don't know what's coming out for the rest of the year because, you know, it's hard to tell when like, it's like November and December with like what's on the docket. Mm-hmm. But she's inc- like this movie. Ooh, wait a minute. This movie it's is in- just so perfectly well done and calibrated. Like even like things like costuming, like yeah. the costuming that Joy wears in this movie is so outlandishly like 10 times what Lady Gaga was in 2010. <laughs> uh like it's just everything at this movie works on some weird level like i think i think i give the edge to michelle yo of the three yeah. yeah just because because it has to utilize what she has as an actress so well also yeah. we're not even talking about uh oh my god uh james hong like yeah he did great he he's did a great. Cra- like he's always like the most underrated person ever he just got a walk a star on the walk of fame um yeah and he's been like a like a huge hero in the Asian cinema uh, in America. He, he's always done great in whatever movie he's on. Yeah, it's just listen. I I really I can talk about this movie. Like I'm mad at myself. I didn't see this for a third time before we recorded. Yeah. 
Like I've seen it twice and I vividly remember it feels every time. Like it's just a movie. It's it's a movie that's gonna be in my rotation for a really long time. What we can do is um after we write after we watch like a handful of movies, we can like add them to like a tier list or something and yeah, then like, like that, only yeah. add more throughout time. <laughs> you love doing a tier list, I know that. Oh bro, that's my thing. That's my thing. <laughs> <laughs> um What's, uh, your, out, what's your favorite multiverse? What's your favorite multiverse universe in this movie? In this movie, The Rocks it was, was freaking hilarious to me. Like I was, <laughs> um, but like if if you want like a joke answer, I'm going to say The Rocks. But if you want me to say my serious one, <clears throat> I have to go with the uh, the movie, the movie star version the, uh, in of the movie Love One. Yeah, yeah, I, I enjoyed that one a lot. I'm actually going to go and say Rakakuni. Okay, the reason why is. I kind of love that world where raccoons can talk and like are like basically for those that don't know, rac- I don't know if I want to ruin the joke of what, like how raccoon is named raccoon, but yeah. like, um, I love that like weird, like sort of Roger Rabbit world without it being uh, animated. animated. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I, and like, there's so much like real emotion in the raccoon sequences. I know yeah. it's all very funny, but like yeah. just, I don't know. I want to see that world. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, lastly, I just wanted to say, uh, when you said Michelle Yo leading for possibly like actors of the year, do they? So do they do uh, uh, TV shows as well for for that award? No, no. no. Well, for Oscars, no. And normally okay. uh, for categories, it wouldn't be like it wouldn't be like movie and TV. Okay. Um, so is there a leading like TV actress like role or some award or something? Yeah, I mean like. For me right now, that would be for Helly and Severance personally, because Severance is the best thing I saw on TV so far this year. Listen, Zendaya and Euphoria, that's something to look at. I've never for. got into I've never watched Euphoria. Oh man, it's so good. It's so good. Okay. Crazy, man. Crazy. I trust All you. right. I'm I just uh I, I was just curious about that. Yeah. I don't watch award shows. I I am very anti award show. Uh, that's yeah. a, a conversation for another podcast. But anything <laughs> music or TV or movies, award shows. I hate them all. Um, so do you watch the Tonys then? <laughs> I don't watch anything, man. Like, no, I, I had a joke. You say like every guy awards show but the Tonys. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I just can't. I can't. Um, I think any other things I want to ask uh, about this movie for you? Um, um, I mean, I guess the the last thing that I would ask, and then if you have anything, you can you can ask it. But um, on a scale of one to ten, what do you get in this movie? Oh, 100 percent ten. Okay. All right. Ten butt plugs. <laughs> ten, ten trophies that aren't butt plugs, but are butt plugs. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna give this. Uh, I, I want to watch it a second time. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a seven though, because fair. I feel like it's very creative. It's very fun. It does whatever it wants to do unapologetically, and I really respect that because not a lot of uh, studios are willing to like take a shot and like uh be different you know so i yeah. i definitely give it its respect i just want to watch it one more time now that time has passed and i'm going and expecting like a comedic movie different. yeah well. because i mean yeah. you went in, you went in expecting a different movie than what it was yeah fine but like i mean if it's different it's different you know yeah um, like if you if you asked me the day of i would have been, been like a lot lower but now time's passed i'm like i respect this movie i'm like i like it how long yeah. did you see it the first uh yeah i'm gonna say Maybe three weeks ago, did it come out three yeah. weeks? Yeah, um, well, like so my job has had it since opening night, uh, oh, okay. almost three months ago. Okay, 
Um, yeah. Like, and we've been selling out for almost three months. It's worth, yeah, yeah. Like, I'll give it like like three weeks ago. I would say. I mean, it's the biggest hit A twenty four has ever done. I think it's probably one of the more accessible major movies. Yeah. Um, I think the only thing that's close would probably be Hereditary. Oh, I I haven't watched that, but I heard of uh, Hereditary. I don't know, like, I'm trying to think of, like other accessible like major A twenty four movies, and that yeah, like that narrows it down to things that are like the Safdie brothers and Ari Aster in my mind, but like because it just passed, uh, it just became number one for A twenty four. Hmm. Interesting. Oh wait, Moonlight's probably the most successful except that one. Moonlight, was, I yeah. I did I do remember Moonlight. I do remember that movie. Um, it's just. It's such a good movie. Like, I, like I, one of the things I love about A twenty four is they always like make big swings. Mm-hmm. Um, like they let the directors do what they want, let the artists do what they want, and they make cool movies. Uh, whether it be great, like Everything Everywhere All at Once, or less great, like other movies, I'm not going to mention because I don't want to <laughs> do that. Uh- <laughs> different day, different fuck. <laughs> yeah. All right. If, right. you, if you want to know my opinion about somebody tw- about any movie, just DM me. That's easy. <laughs> <laughs> so Mark gives this a ten out of ten. I give it seven out of ten. Um, all right. So before we close this out, um, I'm so excited about this part. Let, let's do this. We're, so me and Mark are going to start a wheel of a bunch of uh, movies that we want to watch, and uh, at the end of every podcast, what we're going to do is spin it and then decide what we're going to watch. So. Um, Okay, so you, I can go do one a piece and like say yeah. Why so you, mine, this, you, this. So, so Mark, you go first. Give me your first movie that you want to add to the wheel. We're, right, we're going so to do five each. I'm doing one of my all time favorite movies from my favorite uh, director from the first half of the century. This movie uh, was as per as I think as pertinent now as it was back when it was made in the 40s. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm choosing The Great Dictator by Charlie Chaplin. Um, Great. Dictator. Have you ever seen it before, Isaiah, or, or heard of it? No, no. Well, it is, it's kind of like a Prince of the Popper story where yeah. Charlie Chaplin plays the lead, like the two leads. One of them is like the Charlie Chaplin um, tramp character type character, and the other yeah. is him basically playing Adolf Hitler. Oh, wow. Oh wait, um, I feel it, like I've seen uh like clips on YouTube. It's a fa- it's a very famous, very good movie. It's on okay. HBO Max. Um, interesting, but it's um not fully silent. It's a good movie. So I want to watch that. <laughs> Sounds interesting. Okay, all right. So for me, I'm looking at my long list. Let's pick something new. Uh, it's on Disney Plus. Uh, I'll go a different direction. Okay, I'm going to pick. <laughs> The Chip and Dale movie. Oh, it's so fun. Out. Yeah, I want, to give, I want to give that another chance. I, I enjoyed it a lot. You yeah. talked about that. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, you're good. I just enjoyed it. This felt like a modern day of, like, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Uh, I mean, it's Cameo Central. So, I mean, that's a conversation alone. But, like, it was uh, it was, it was was just unapologetically itself. And there was, like, a whole lot of fun little clips that I mean, I'm going to save until the actual podcast. I love this movie. It was, yeah. I went in just to like, oh, let me just go see what it's about. And then I was like, oh, like this is dope. So, yeah. <laughs> I love what about the funny thing is like what about like what about mentioned is such an adult movie compared to that. And I'm okay with that. It's called <laughs> Eating Raul. Uh, <laughs> uh, so what Eating Raul is about, it's a movie from 1982 directed by Paul Bartel. Starring yeah. Paul Bartel and Mary Vorno, and they play uh, two squares 
that um, have a swingers living upstairs and they mm-hmm. kind of go crazy and it's like a very like i don't want to ruin it because i think it's a very funny strange movie uh yeah. that i really would love for you to watch uh okay so eating raul eat uh it's on hbo on hbo max uh raul is spelled r-a-o-u-l um let me uh check that down eating raul okay i'm gonna check that out <laughs> all right mark what is your next movie wait i i did my second you do your second Oh, oh, that's going to, so that's going to be your movie. Oh, okay, yeah. so that's. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Eating. It's not U-E-L-L. It's, it's R-A-O-U-L. A-O-U-L. Okay. Like I the weirdest my... way to spell Raul. That's my myself on, uh, on Discord, but it's cool. All right. Oh, so now I got to wait to watch it. All right, whatever. Um. All right, I was gonna watch it. I was gonna watch it after podcast. I thought you were just suggesting. Well, if we, if we, if we, um, if it lands, I'm gonna watch it right after. I hope it. I hope it lands. All right. Um. So the next movie I will pick. Uh, let's go another fun route. This is recently dropped. I'm gonna go with Ghostbusters Afterlife. Good. Enjoyed the movie a lot. It was. Uh, it was. I went in expecting not to really care for it, but it's it, I loved it. It was a main canon Ghostbuster story. I hope they make more. It gave me Stranger Things vibes, and I I, I can't wait to talk about it. Uh, yeah, it's it's a really fun movie. I, I'm excited to see it again. Um, yeah. All right, for my next one, uh, I'm obs- like so. I went horror with this one. Um, okay. um, Houseu. Um, it's How also H A U S U. U-S-U, okay. It's also known as House. It's from 1977 from Japan. Um, it, it's the one that has like the really crazy cool score. Mm. Um, and it's about um, these girls that go to a house that has lots of cats in it. Wow. I don't want to tell much more because I'm obsessed with this movie and I really want, like this is one of those movies where you will have a weird opinion on. It okay. is horror, but it's also comedy. Well, I love scary movies, so that's fine with me. It's more like, what the fuck horror than like, oh, uh, horror, you know? <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Um. So I got a couple ideas. Like, there's like, yeah, I can either pick a solo movie or I could just pick like a collective of movies just to talk about at once. Um. You know, I'm going to go with the single... Let's uh let's talk about the new Batman movie, the Batman. Why not? I wouldn't mind revisiting that. Yeah, I I, I enjoyed that movie a lot. I thought that was uh probably one. Of, it it might be my favorite Batman movie. I don't want to be like impulsive, but it was uh I, I really like Patterson's uh, Batman. Me and Jake actually spoke about it on the the new uh, Marvelous Duo uh, podcast. For anyone who has to listen to that, oh, that's uh, cool. Yeah. The Batman. That's gonna be my next pick. Uh, but uh, all right, Mark, you have two more picks. Okay. What is uh, what is your fourth? My fourth pick is on Netflix. It was uh, it, it was in Con in 2019. Uh, mm-hmm. It's from Maddie Diop, Atlantics. Um, it's a Senegalese romantic drama sort of horror movie. Okay. Um, it's one I've never seen before. It's one of those things. I'm like, if it lands this, I'm really, I really want to watch this. You know. Interesting. Okay. Oh, so you haven't seen this movie before? No, but I've heard only amazing things mm. about it. It's been on my it's on my it's been nice. on my Netflix list for a long time. And okay. it's a thing of like I want to watch this. I mean I you know, it's a thing of like I could watch it. I just don't All have right. it. You 
So I'm going to go the same route as you and pick a movie that I haven't seen before. That it's a kids movie, but I don't care. I want to watch it. I'm a poke. I'm a Pokemon nerd. Okay. I want to watch Detective Pikachu. So right. I haven't watched it yet. Uh, I've been putting it off for God knows how long. But I'm a huge Pokemon nerd. I just want to watch it. So uh-huh. I'm gonna finally force myself to watch it. <laughs> I don't mind revisiting that movie. Uh, All right. <laughs> in my last pick, um, came out uh, last year. Uh, okay. What it's on Hulu. Um, okay. it's from where? Oh my god, I just forgot where it's from, and I'm really embarrassed by that. Uh, give me one second. Oh no, you're uh, good. Um, but it was up for, um, I believe two Oscars this year. It's from Norway. Uh, The Worst Person in the World by uh, Joe Chim Trier. Um, Ooh. it's a very fun romantic movie about an early millennial who. Think she's the worst person in the world. Oh, um, wow. It's literally it it's in my top three movies from last year. So mm, okay. I have never heard of that one. I'm excited. All right. It just it just went on Hulu also. Like oh okay. I have both of those. I have Hulu and Netflix, so that works. And you have HBO, um, I assume, because yeah. In that I have I have all the stream platforms, so we good. Same here. Um, so I'm gonna bend the rules. And pick one last thing. It's a series, but okay. it feels like a movie. I'm not going to pick Stranger Things because I, I eventually want to dedicate an entire podcast. To I will gladly uh, be on a show with you. I, I you, I uh, know Josh Kettles, uh, yeah. Abby wants to talk about it. Um, I, so many people have want to talk about. It. So I'm waiting till Volume Two comes out, and I'm going to have a bunch of people come on, which are going to talk about it. Um, but uh, so instead of of that, I, I want to talk about Squid Games. Uh, okay, you know, yeah, I, I love the series. It feels like a movie. Uh, they just announced Squid Games too, so I'm going to bend the rules this once because it feels like a movie. Okay, I'm doing it. Um, okay, this is a cool list. I like this list. It's really interesting and disparate. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, do we want to do we want to spin start start it off with this episode and spin it? Yeah, I mean, I feel like next week we will talk about what we watch. Right? All right. Yeah, yeah. All right. So the first movie that we are going to be podcasting about next week. Detective. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cool. <laughs> awesome. So Detective Pikachu will be our first podcast movie that uh, the at the movies podcast will be talking about. Um, I'm going to screenshot uh, the list and I'll put it on uh, Twitter with uh, the post for this podcast. But that's it. I'm very excited for this podcast, I'm so Mark. Excited. Can we talk about what we're doing next week for the movie unless we figure something yeah. different? Yeah, go for it. Go um, for yeah. It. Um, I just saw this movie last week, well, like two weeks ago, and then I saw it was on nothing but Netflix, so I feel awkward that we might be doing this. Uh, if someone else has a different recommendation, we're open for that too. But right now, we're me choosing to watch Hustle, the new Adam Sandler movie uh, that's on Netflix, and it's amazing. Um, fun story. I'm I'm pissed that uh, I missed out on the opportunity because I was working. Um, they were filming that in uh, in Philly. That's like not too. Oh, far that's from right. Me. Yeah, yeah. I had a a family member reach out and, and was uh, telling me and my brothers to try out because they had like tryouts for like uh, just like background characters uh-huh. and like uh, uh, people who know how to play basketball and stuff. But um. Yeah, I'm, I'm very excited. I, I've 
heard nothing but great things for this. Uh, and you know, I'm, I'm just can't wait to watch it. It's yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it continues that cool hot streak that Adam Singler has been doing recently when he chooses to go indie, even though this is like closer to Adam Singler's wheelhouse as a person. Yeah. All right. But yeah, I mean, if anyone, if, if people are like, no, you have to talk about this movie now, let us know. We will change it up. But I mean, right now it's our plan. All right. Mark, I'm excited for this podcast. This is a great first episode. So thank you for joining me on this crazy journey as we uh, talk about a bunch of cinematic adventures. I'm so beyond excited about all this, Isaiah. That list is going to be a really fun thing to go through and add to. Yeah. And um, I love talking to you. This is I'm so excited to be part of the side podcast family officially. All right. Mark, uh, where can people find you? Um, Mark Levy 85 on everything that means Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxd. Um, I just saw the other night two great movies, one that's coming out soon, The Black Phone, and one that I adore when it comes to horrible, quote-unquote horrible movies, uh, Final Flesh. Uh, but you'll also see like my reviews on a lot of things. They tend to be like, this is fun. Um, but like, um, I love Letterboxd. I think it's the best social network thing that no one ever really uses unless – you are a movie nerd. All right. I might have to make an account for that. I told you, I'm trying to I'm trying to start making some reviews, man. So I might have to make an account on Letterboxd. It's, a good, it's right. good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And then um, if you uh, want to see where I'm at, like usual, you can find me at 8 Ball Bangers on all socials. Uh, you can find me uh, on here in Silent Podcast talking about Big Brother, uh, now movies and uh, Marvel and DC properties, uh, Star Wars, literally anything you can think about. I'm over here. While, uh, I'm, I'm over here. So uh, you can find me over here. And uh, lastly, uh, I was just on Akiva's uh, 32 Fans podcast talking oh, about best uh, songs in the, in the 21st century. Ooh. So... Uh, that was that was a fun one. Uh, he just uploaded this morning, so check that out. Uh, you can find me at the end of the month, er, end of every month on, on Purple Pants podcast, talking about music with Bryce Isaiah. Uh, and then lastly, That's a great show. I, I love Bryce. Bryce yeah. is awesome. Shout out to Bryce. Um, and like usual, uh, RHAP either talking about music or Big Brother or whatever they ask me to uh, be on there for. So until next week to talk about hustle uh, and Detective Pikachu. And Detective Pikachu. This is uh, the At The Movie Podcast. Uh, Have a good one. Bye. Bye. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumpacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.